On today's Contract 2020 TA Education, I'll be speaking with SRC member Dan O'Connor about Section 14, Vacation. Dan, first question for you to start about vacation is going to be, what are the major changes in this section? There are several changes made in the vacation section. The three main changes, the biggest change we made is, is how we bid for our vacation weeks, uh, what we've done with floating vacations, and then we've modified the vacation distribution throughout the year. That is the number of available slots per week made available for bidding throughout the year. Let's start with the highest level there. I would say that the distribution, because that happens in the beginning of the process, how is that different in the TA? Okay. Well, we have modified and somewhat simplified the distribution throughout the year of the weeks available. As you may or may not know, in the current contract, there's a 95% and 105% multiplier for the vacation weeks for captain and FO. We've modified that. So it's just 100% for both seats. Uh, one of the bigger changes, uh, we've established a floor for the minimum number of available vacation slots per week. And that floor is 1.5%. And how does that compare to our current book? Actually, currently we have no floor per week, no minimum. What that means is actually right now, crew planning could, if they chose to, have certain weeks that actually don't have any vacation slots. So we thought it was very important to establish a uh, floor to ensure that didn't happen in the future. And 1.5% is a floor per week. And how does that compare to uh, the rest of the industry? Different airlines have different floors per week throughout the industry. Um, some have as low as 1%. Uh, Delta's new contract, they have a floor of 1.3% per week. And they actually have a carve out for 1.25% per week, June through August. Ours does not have that carve out. It's just a flat 1.5% per week. And so the distribution of 1.5% per week, how does that play out over the course of the year? Okay. Well, we do have some more metrics uh, throughout the year, just like current contract. We actually have the same 6% minimum per bid period. That is current book compared to other contracts. Delta does carve out June through August 5.5% per bid period. We have 6% throughout the entire year. We did add a new metric for March and April of 14%. This gives us some additional protections for some more spring break weeks, because as you know, the last few years, we've seen fewer and fewer spring break weeks. So we added some protections there. And also, we retain the metrics for the summer and holiday timeframes. June through August will be 24.9%, just for uh, comparative state deltas at 18%. And then for the November, December timeframe, it'd be 8.5%. So overall, as far as distribution, the important things to remember are 1.5% per week. That's a new metric that we added. Currently keeping 6% minimum per bid period. That's current book. Add a new metric to protect spring break weeks and then retain metrics to protect our summer and holiday timeframes. So Dan, the, the bottom line on the distribution is pilots are going to want to know, are there more summer and spring break weeks available to bid on? Okay, that's a great question. Actually, the spring break weeks will definitely be higher than they are now. As far as summer goes, overall, they will be higher. There could be a few weeks here and there where a little bit lower just because of the current uh, breakdown distribution between Captain and FO of 95%, 105%. We smoothed out a lot of those spikes and valleys. 
but there could be a couple of weeks that uh, have a few less slots in the inventory. And that's why we have another source now for vacation weeks. So what is that other source of vacation weeks? Okay, the other source of vacation weeks, like I mentioned earlier, one of the other major changes in this section is regarding floating vacations. So the company wanted to eliminate floating vacations uh, for many reasons, actually, probably just to simplify uh, their processes. So in their proposal, they eliminated floaters altogether. And of course, we were concerned about the loss of options and additional weeks for our pilot group. So what we ended up with there is the company proposed and we accepted replacing floating vacations with additional vacation weeks in the open trading inventory. They are going to add two weeks per category per week of vacation slots with the exception of Thanksgiving and the last couple of weeks of December, either two or three weeks, depending on how many weeks of the year there are. They're going to add these additional weeks into the open inventory when trading opens on October 1st. So that's 44 additional vacation slots per week added, which is over 2,100 hard weeks added per year. I don't know, Dan, you said, uh, as you know about floating vacation, and honestly, I don't know about floating vacation. Uh, I've never used it, and I I guess probably 80% of the listeners haven't used it. I know it doesn't pay as much, but I also know it's kind of confusing. Why else, or why haven't they used it, or why haven't people used it? That's a great question, Kurt. Uh, Besides the pay issue, uh, with floating vacations, the process of using them is a little bit uh, convoluted and hard for pilots to find. Unlike most of our trading and bidding, which is done through uh, CWA, floating vacations are bid on through a process through SWA Life. So a lot of pilots don't know how to use that process. It's a little bit confusing. So I believe that's another reason the company actually wanted to get rid of it. The process itself, even for them, is a little bit cumbersome. So I think that moving this process out of SWA life onto CWA will be a benefit for both parties. And so those aren't going to be available to bid, but they'll be available when we turn on trading. What is that? October 1st, November 1st? Yes. Since, and we'll talk a little bit about bidding here in a few minutes, but because we now only have two rounds of vacation bidding, trading will actually open at noon on the 1st of October. And when it opens, these additional weeks will be in in the inventory. So quite a few weeks to trade with. So it sounds to me like that's going to be a a sort of a a super 25th of the month ELIT opening on its steroids for the the whole year of vacation trading. That's exactly what it's going to be. Which, as you know, right now when it opens, sometimes there's very few, if any, slots available for trading. So it will be a, a very different situation with this new contract. So the adding of floaters solved two problems, I guess, is what you're saying. Number one, it added more weeks overall of actual vacation instead of floating vacation. And it sort of uh, provided the lube for the, you know, the vacation trade when that opens the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's kind of uh, some secondary positive effects of getting rid of the floaters. Now, we went back when they proposed getting rid of the floating vacations and took a look at the data And we found that actually floating vacations were not used nearly as much as we thought they were, even to the point where some summer slots were actually not bid on uh, and not used. So primarily floating vacations uh, are not used as much um, because the pay rules are so different. As you know, they slide the, the floating vacation over your lower paying pairing that's on your board. So most of the time, these end up paying 26.25. But these 
vacation slots that are now added to the open inventory, these are hard week vacation slots. So they'll be subject to the same overlap VO rules as the vacations that we have now. So we estimate this gain in overlap pay um, somewhere around $4 million for the pilots. And so that brings up a point, the vacation overlap, VAVO rules, those have not changed in this TA. Is that correct? No, there are a few very minor tweaks as far as some rules surrounding um, number of deadheads allowed, deadhead only duty periods, that sort of thing. But as far as the basic split points, times, uh, those remain the same. All right. So we've talked about uh, distribution. We've talked about the inventory. Let's move on to the bid. We're kind of burying the lead on this. And we've we've changed the vacation bidding according to what the pilots told us during the SEP process and actually a number of votes, right? We're, we're moving to the any two weeks. So can you explain what the any two weeks bidding process is? Okay. Good question, Kurt. Yes. This new bid process uh, as you recall, as a result of uh, membership voting that occurred a few years back. Uh, so originally the company had agreed to implement it, but then walked that back. So the board uh, directed that this be included in the contract 2020 proposal. And so talk about the mechanics of the process. Absolutely. So as you know, our current process is up to five rounds of bidding, depending, of course, how many weeks of vacation you have. Uh, but when you do those five rounds, you can block bid. In other words, the weeks have to be consecutive, but you can use up to as many weeks as you have remaining and bid those all at once. In the new system, there'll be two rounds of bidding. In the first round, any two weeks. And then the second round, if you have any vacation left, any three weeks. And in both of those rounds, the weeks do not need to be consecutive. To spell that out. So if I'm the most senior guy in base, I can get... Fourth of July and Christmas off. Those are my two weeks. That's correct. And do we think that this will improve the distribution of summer bidding? Yes, we do believe that it will provide for more summer vacations to be awarded initially further down the seniority list. That sounds very carefully worded. You said awarded by seniority further down. What are you trying to say? I guess you're talking around it. What I'm trying to say is uh, currently, obviously, most of the summer weeks go to pretty senior pilots. But after the various mechanisms of our ability to trade vacations, a lot of them end up obviously distributed to a more junior crowd. So it kind of levels that out. This new system will provide more junior people with the opportunity to get a vacation during the summer weeks, initially upon award. So with this change in the bidding process, do you anticipate a change in the interface? Do we have any idea what that's going to look like? Yes, there will definitely need to be a change in the interface. If you think about the number of combinations, really in both rounds, the first round will be over 2,700 combinations. And then the second round, we're talking more than 140,000 combinations. So there obviously will need to be a different interface. All right, Dan, so those are the big three. Let's talk about some of the other uh, minor changes to the section. How about accrual? Has that changed all? We did change the accrual rules. Uh, our goal there was to simplify the rules that we use. So under the new contract, as long as you are not on a leave of absence or furlough for the entire month, you will accrue vacation that month. Currently, 
There's a metric of 15 days or more of credited service. If you have that, then you would accrue for that month, but there's some ambiguity there to what was credited service. So we just simplify that rule set. If you are not out for the entire month, then you will you accrue vacation for that month. And there are exceptions for certain types of leaves. Some additional smaller uh, rule set changes for accrual. Fractions are not going to be rounded uh, by standard convention, not down. We do get that question several times a year. Why did they round down? They will now be standard convention. Uh, small thing, but, you know, they could add up to quite a bit for the pilots. For new hires, you some of you may have forgotten this or you just uh, recently lived through this, but uh, there's a split if you were hired before or after the 15th of the month. So that is no longer the case. It, you're just going to get the one 0.16 days of vacation starting with the month of hire. So it's not going to matter anymore what day of the month you started your training. Are there any changes to the vacation adjustment rules? Yes, we've modified the um, vacation adjustment rules. So pilots will now have the ability to shift their vacation up to three days prior to line bidding. So what does that mean? So now vacations do not need to start on a Sunday, because not everybody wants to take a vacation right between a Sunday and a Saturday. So you will have now have the ability to shift that vacation up to three days. There will be a couple of rules with that. One, you won't be able to shift from one month back into a previous month and create an overlap that wasn't there before. It doesn't happen very much, but that's still um, going to be a restriction on that. And there'll be a holiday restriction. So you will only be able to shift onto a holiday if you had vacation on that holiday originally. And what would be considered, excuse me, a holiday day will be any holiday that's eligible for holiday pay back from section two. Also, along with this uh, modification in uh, vacation adjustments, the companies agreed to provide vacation trade alerts to notify pilots when weeks become available in the inventory. And so that's sort of like the line tuner program. Yes, that is very similar to the uh, line tuner classic uh, program that we have and provide here at SWAPA to alert pilots when new inventory comes into TripTrade or ELIT. That same thing will happen now when vacation weeks are dropped into the inventory. Dan, I guess the last question is probably going to be about vacation cash-in. How has that changed? So that process has been simplified also. Obviously, the current process is to convert a vacation to a floater and then cash that in with the company through a form on SWA life. So now just to simplify the process, you will be able, so, so we don't have floating vacations anymore. You can choose to cash in any vacation you like. Few rules on that. You're going to have to decide by uh, noon central time on the first of the month prior. It's currently our deadline for trading vacations. It's also going to be the new deadline for shifting vacations. So by noon on the first, you're going to have to let the company know if you want to cash out that vacation. Uh, you will have the option to either cash out an entire week or if you ended up with a week of vacation greater than seven days, then you'll have the ability to either cash out the entire time or any time that is over. What do you mean by that? How would, how would I end up with more than a seven-day vacation week? Okay, so great question. If the year prior you did not accrue vacation for every bid period, you may end up with a multiple that's not of seven of vacation days. So let's say you end up with nine vacation days. You can choose to take all nine days of vacation, have that on your board. You can choose to have seven days and cash in the two extra days 
or you can cash in all nine days. You will not be able to split it into a vacation slot less than seven days, though. So you won't be able to cash. If you had nine days of vacation, you won't be able to use five days and cash in four. You'd have to use the seven and then cash in the extra two. All right, Dan. So to wrap up, three big changes. Uh, What are they? Okay, three major changes, Kurt, in this vacation TA. One, the vacation week distribution, primarily the 1.5% floor per week. Also, added protections for spring break. Two, floating vacations have been eliminated and replaced with 44 weeks added to the inventory per week, the exception of Thanksgiving in the last few weeks of the year around Christmas. And those will be available first come, first serve starting October 1st at noon. And three, the bidding process, going from five rounds of bidding down to two rounds of bidding. And those two rounds, the weeks you choose to not have to be consecutive. All right, Dan, thanks for uh, joining us on the Vacation TA podcast. Kurt, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Thanks for listening. For more information, check out the Contract 2020 TA Education page on swapa.org.